effective fitness combatives mission is to provide quality content and education for law enforcement officers through proven science-driven fitness and combatives. This EFC user course is a complete online program designed to elevate your approach to combatives with the ability to learn and train anywhere, anytime. Access the course materials through your browser at efcombatives.com or from the EF Combatives app available for download through Apple and Google Play stores. The course is broken down into easy-to-digest micro-learning modules, enabling you to move through the lecture, technique demonstration videos, and additional resources at your own pace. You also have direct access to industry-leading instructors for questions and feedback related to your training. After completion of this course, you will receive an EFC user certification that is valid for two years. We highly suggest you continue your combatives training at an EFC certified academy and continue on to other advanced courses within our curriculum. The Be Effective podcast is brought to you by Effective Fitness Training. EFT is a performance-driven fitness program designed to improve individual performance. Created by our team of physical therapists, strength conditioning coaches, nutrition specialists, and a team of active and former law enforcement with over 100 years combined experience, EFT is developed for those who want the most comprehensive fitness plan available. Use promo code PODCAST at checkout for 10% off the life of your membership. Welcome to the Be Effective Podcast, Episode 65, Pete James. Pete is a retired law enforcement officer with 25 years experience. He's also a Navy veteran, computer forensics expert, privacy specialist, and skilled open source intelligence investigator with experience investigating thousands of criminal, civil, and corporate cases. Pete also is the founder of Officer Privacy, which is a company that removes officers' private information from data broker websites. In this conversation, we discuss how vulnerable you and your personal information are online, how to maintain a level of privacy, how to protect yourself and your information when you start a business, the dangers of giving your information out online when signing up for something. If you like the show, leave us a five-star review. If you're new to the show, be sure you subscribe. Without further ado, episode 65 with Mr. Pete James. Enjoy. For those listening, uh, I am talking to an entrepreneur, but I'm also talking to someone who was also a former law enforcement officer. So Pete, give a a very humble, because I know you'll be very humble, but a brief intro of who you are so we can continue to this uh, conversation. Thanks, Adam. Uh, great to be here. I appreciate you having me on your show. Of course, man. Uh, 25 years in law enforcement, um, left uh, and retired, and transitioned into a career uh, in computer forensics. That took me to online investigations where I saw that officers were vulnerable and nobody was helping them, and I had to do something. So I started a side hustle. Well, what started as a side hustle and uh, turned that into a full-time job, which is officerprivacy.com. That's awesome, man. Especially in today's world with access to the internet, cell phones, whatever the case may be, you can really look up somebody relatively quickly, regardless of what their profession is, right? So um, why, like, was there a specific incident that made you go, oh, look, I need to start this. This is an issue. Was was there some incident that occurred in the country that you were like, oh, okay, I need to, uh, I need to address this. So I kept hearing, you know, I retired. And so I, 
uh, was still in contact with many of my uh, former coworkers. And uh, while I wasn't in the business uh, every single day, I kept hearing stories about officers uh, getting doxxed, um, protesters showing up at their front door. Um, you know, the attitude has seriously changed since I left law enforcement and it changed for the worse. And, and um, the attitude toward law enforcement is um, dramatically different than when I was uh, active in law enforcement. And uh, one example is uh, Officer Matt Degas. Uh, he was not a client at the time. And he was involved in a situation at work. Uh, it was just a couple of days after George Floyd. So everybody was on edge. A video of that situation uh, went viral. And because his information was exposed, protesters showed up at his front door within two hours of the event. And he and his family were afraid. Uh, they were terrified. They didn't know what was going to happen. You know, were they going to storm the front door? Uh, were they going to come back in the middle of the night and throw poison over the back fence and kill the family dog uh, or worse? So they had to flee the family home and they never returned. Yeah. This happens all over the country. This happens all the time. And uh, officers are vulnerable. And I used to think, well, it's the internet. The information's out there. There's nothing you can do about it. But I was wrong. There is something you can do about it. You can scrub that information. And that's what we do. We help officers scrub that information off the internet. And that's super important. I've had Matt on the podcast too, and we go in depth about his situation. So if you're interested in listening to um, what Pete's talking about is you can listen to that episode. And it was, he was, he was completely cleared of any, of any wrongdoing. Um, he didn't do anything wrong. And uh, it was, it seemed to be somewhat of a, of a political stunt, but regardless of what that is, whether you're, whether you get involved in a use of force or something like that, you know, having that privacy with, you know, you're protecting your family, you're protecting your loved ones. That's, that's super important. I mean, you know, again, just like you said, in today's world, it's very easy to access for $5. I could find out. I mean, our first conversation, Pete, you found out everything about me. You know what I mean? And I was like, Oh, that's not, it's not too good, but you know, um, it's just kind of one of those things where, where you don't think about it until, un, until something happens. Right. And so let me ask you this, what is the biggest kind of pushback you get from the law enforcement community about being like, Oh, I don't, I don't need this. Like, like what's your, you know, what's the biggest, I don't want to say excuse, but what's the biggest reason why someone wouldn't want to do this? So the main objections I get are, um, uh, fine, bring it on. I, I, I know how to use a gun. And yeah, go ahead. That's not a good one. <laughs> it's really not. And I understand the concept yeah. and, you know, the cops are protectors, right? They, and they're like, yeah, I'll protect myself. I'll protect my family. I've spent enough time at the range. Uh, so yeah, bring it on. But you really want to prevent that if you can. It's, it's really not the best option uh, if you have another option. Uh, and the other side of that is, what about your family while you're not home? You know, when you're out at work, right. what about your spouse and kids? So, um, you know, it's just not, it's just not ideal. The other objection I get is, um, you can't make me invisible. 
And if you can't make me invisible, why bother? Because there's always going to be something out there. Um, and my answer to that is, well, you know, do you still lock your front door? You probably still lock your front door. You lock your vehicle's doors uh, when you're in a parking lot. Well, somebody can still, you know, kick in the front door or smash the window. So, you know, why bother? Well, to the answer of we can't make you invisible, um, that depends. And just because we, and, and, and I often say, look, our goal is to make you more difficult to find. Okay, we, we can't, uh, and nobody can make you invisible. Uh, but right now there's a connection between your real name and your real home address, right? And those connections are made on these people search sites or data broker sites. They are connecting your real name to your real home address. Uh, your real name is always going to be out there. It's going to be on department press releases. It's going to be on court documents. Uh, your real name is going, it's on your, it's on your badge uh, or it's on your name tag. Uh, your home address is always going to be there. It's always going to be on realtor.com or Zillow or Redfin. Uh, it's always going to be there, but right now there's a connection made and the connection is made on these people search sites, um, putting you at your home address. And that's our main focus. We want to take you, we want to break that connection so that people can't find your home address so that you and your family feel safe in your home. So um, our goal is not necessarily to make you invisible, but it's to make you more difficult to find so that you're not on the first page of Google search results, which you probably are right now. Right. Most people probably are, especially if they've been involved in some type of, uh, some type of altercation or, or some type of use of force or some type of media exposure, you know. There's definitely something to where, you know, they're going to be on the internet. It's not, it's not that difficult to find someone, right? I mean, cops do it all the time to find people. Yeah. Unless you've done something about it, you are going to be on the first page of Google search results. And, and all you need to do is put your first and last name in quotes, put the city that you live in and the word address. And I promise, unless you've done something about it, you're going to be on sites that show your home address, your phone number, the names of your relatives, email addresses, your date of birth, all of those for free, no account required, all for free. Wow. Yeah. No, I, it's crazy. Our goal is that when, when you do that search, because that's what a criminal is going to do. That's what these anti-government groups out there are going to do. They're going to look for you. And if you're there, they're going to make note of it. That's crazy, man. And it is super simple. Wow. Yeah. That's this thing too, is you sent, um, you sent me a little PDF with some, with some news clipping articles, uh, from, from, from individuals. And most of them seem like, uh, their property cops properties being vandalized. Um, and that can be, and again, most of that's usually just for intimidation factor, right? Trying to, trying to scare, you know, they're not harming a person or your family, but still are you know, destruction of property. And it's also can be very frustrating, right? Like spray painting pig and vandalizing vehicles and things like that. What is the, uh, what would you say was the worst case scenario that you've heard of, of someone using the internet to track down a law enforcement officer and, and causing them harm? Well, 
there was a judge and I can send you the link to the sure. article. Uh, there was a judge that was uh, made a ruling on a case. Criminal um, found his home, uh, went to his home, tied him up, put a bullet in his head. Um, as soon as that story broke, I went to the internet and I put the judge's name in and the city he lives in. Uh, now we already knew that because of the news story, uh, but I didn't know his home address. And but the news articles did show outdoor photos of uh, in the news camera out in front of the house. So within two minutes, I was able to find his home address. I went to Google Maps, uh, confirmed that they were right inside, right outside of his house. Um, you know, now how did this criminal find his home address? Um, if I can find it within two minutes, he could have found it within two minutes. Uh, now, in this case, the judge was executed. Um, there's also a story out of um, Southern California, uh, Officer Brad. Uh, I have a short video of, of his testimonial on our website. Uh, he responded to a 911 call uh, from a lady who was complaining that her uh, ex-boyfriend was stalking her. Uh, he responded, uh, took a report, and to him it was just another report. The stalker, though, turned all of his attention on Officer Brad. Um, and he started making threats and harassing Officer Brad. To just shorten the story, Brad's sleeping because he's working uh, shift work. Uh, this criminal pounds on his front door and wakes him up. Uh, his wife answered the door. During later interviews, he said that his goal was for Brad to shoot him um, so that Brad would get in trouble. Um, the, by the way, the ex-girlfriend was behind him video recording him um, to, video, uh, to record this whole uh, situation. He gets put in jail for this. He gets taken away. While he's in jail, he hires his uh, cellmate to kill Brad and the judge. They do um, they do a search they conduct a search warrant at his house. They found printouts of one of these people search sites showing Brad's home address on it. Uh, so we know he used these sites uh, to find uh, his information. So you know it seems like I, I talk to officers every day, and it seems like everyone has a story of an officer being harassed or stalked. And our goal, is to get every single law enforcement officer in the United States off of those sites. There's no good reason why any officer needs to be on any of those sites. Yeah. Wouldn't you think that it would be beneficial for an agency to provide this service for their officers? Where if, if we know that, that this happens, wouldn't it be once you become a law enforcement officer, you were given this type of service because obviously the technology is available, right? To where it can become more difficult for the officers because it is an officer safety issue, right? Like, yes, when you're off, you're off, but also you live within the community. So it's not like you're in a gated fortress. You live in a neighborhood, right? Where your next door neighbor knows who you are, knows where you work. Sometimes people will 
foolishly parked their patrol car out in front of their, you know, like in front of their house. It's not obviously recommended you do that. But, you know, I mean, you would think that an agency would because uh, that technology is obviously available. Have you have you ever approached an agency and, and maybe have tried to offer this or anything like that? Or, is, or has an agency ever approached you? Yes, we, we have several contracts where we cover the, the whole department, the whole agency, the whole team. Currently, the extent of privacy seems to be the same as when I was active, which is, you know, they'll suppress your listing on the assessor's website and they'll uh, do the same with your uh, DMV or your Department of Motor Vehicles. They'll suppress the address there. But these people search sites are different. And they are run by, there are dozens and dozens of these data broker sites, people search sites. And some are based in the US, some are overseas. When we go through and complete the opt-outs to get their listing removed, uh, we find that each each process is different. And there is no one universal opt-out procedure that you need to follow. And that's because there's dozens of different companies that are posting this information online. And along with that are the different, you know, there's different timelines for them and there's different requirements of what information they need to, um, to take that listing down. So unfortunately there is no one universal uh, button to click that says, okay, take me off of all those um, the, the one button solution is to hire, hire us to do it for you. Uh, otherwise you can do it yourself. Um, and, uh, we also offer that service to, uh, to use our software to remove your information. Uh, but unfortunately there is no one, there is no easy solution to get this information removed. This episode is brought to you by officer privacy right now. Data broker websites are posting your name and address online, which puts you and your family in danger. Anti-cop organizations use this information to harass and even dox you and your families without you even seeing it coming. Officer Privacy is a law enforcement owned and operated organization that specializes in removing your personal information from the internet. When you sign up with Officer Privacy, they will remove information from dangerous databases all over the world so that you can enjoy an extra layer of protection and privacy. Officer Privacy also monitors these sites so that if anyone tries to put up your information, they will take it back down. Reduce your chances of being a victim and protect you and your family's private information. Go to officerprivacy.com forward slash be effective to sign up and learn more. Will this also reduce the amount of uh, telemarketer phone calls you'll get as well? Do they, do they get that information from the internet as well? Or is that just like a different, different type of uh, data collection? So these data brokers... Uh, the, the short answer is yes, your exposure will be limited. There's also other data brokers out there that do uh, similar things, not just post your information on the internet. Uh, I wrote an ebook. Um, it's available for free at officerprivacy.com forward slash ebook. And it has several links in there to help with the telemarketer calls as well as uh, getting junk mail. Um, most of the services are free to use. And they will help uh, your overall, you know, privacy by getting your information off of the lists that continue to get purchased and sold, and uh, which is where the telemarketers 
um, pull their data from to call you about your extended warranty. Man. Yeah. Cause my wife, she always gets a bunch of those phone calls cause she probably puts her information in a lot of, I blame target for everything. Cause that's where she shops the most probably. So target and Amazon. So, you know, she fills out these things and these, and these little, uh, questionnaires or whatever, sometimes people fill out on the internet to, to get either free information or whatever. Is that, is that information then, uh, collected, then sold or, or, uh, shared? Absolutely. The small print that nobody ever reads says that you agree to let them share your information with their marketing partners. Um, Absolutely. Grocery store, rewards cards, um, uh, magazine subscriptions, you know, casino reward cards, um, warranty information. Every single time you send that in, they package it up and sell it. That's crazy. And there's no, is there any laws that protect that in the IT world or no? They would say that you're giving permission by filling out that information and sending it to them. I mean, that's what they're going to say. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I think these sites need to be opt in instead of requiring us to opt out. But that's not the world we live in right now. Uh, I mean, how great would it be to to be able to say, you know, yes, I want my private information out there on these websites for any criminal to find. Uh, but that's not the situation right now. We need to opt out of those sites and and uh, take steps to remove our information. It's not the other way around, unfortunately. Did this start happening relatively recently? I, I mean, obviously with the internet and the ability to collect information, but the whole, the whole idea of being able to search somebody, where do you see this? Like, like what is your prediction kind of for the future with, with this? Like, is it, is the technology like already evolving to where people can be searched even quicker now? And what are things to do to, to possibly combat that? Yeah. So it is uh, all, all since the internet in the old days, we had the physical, you know, white pages and yellow pages. And if you didn't want to be listed, then you simply paid an extra $3 a month and you were not listed. Uh, now with the internet, it's, it's totally different. And, you know, it, it's not that world anymore. Uh, what I recommend is, you know, number one, you know, you want to see if you are vulnerable. You want to see if your information is out there. So, you know, stalk yourself like a stalker would and start with that with that Google search that I mentioned, your first and last name in quotes, the city you live in and the word address. See what sites you're on, see what information uh, is out there and, um, you know, make the decision on whether you're okay with that or, or whether you want to do something about it. Uh, social media is awesome in many ways, but it's awful in many ways. Uh, I strongly recommend at the very least make all of your social media accounts private. Uh, Be very selective about who you allow in. And of course, be very careful about what you post because even if it's private, uh, it's still public in many ways. Um, Stop using your home address on on everything, get a PO box or get a mail drop box and use that instead. Transition everything over to that mailing address 
instead of your home address. So you want to you want to be really protective uh, of your home address, and um, you know. So those are some really you know simple things to do. Um, having a PO box or having a UPS drop box, um, you know, they're not free. It's going to be a few dollars, but I think it's worth when it. someone enters their information into whether it be some type of like free download for some type of who knows, maybe your wife puts in something or your significant other puts in something. And then that information can then be bought and sold to other data brokers, correct? Absolutely. And that is the business that they are in. They have very, very smart people working for them and programs that do a really, really good job of of uh, collecting information and then putting it all together and creating a comprehensive report with all of your information from all different types of data sources. And some of them you wouldn't even think of. I mean, we know that, okay, you sign up for a grocery store rewards card, you get a magazine subscription, you get um, an Amazon package, or you order something online, or you get groceries delivered to your house. Those are all the things that we, we kind of understand, but it goes even deeper. Let's say that you have an aunt and she's not very tech savvy. Uh, she puts you in your in her phone. So she puts your first and last name and your phone number in her phone, in her contacts. Okay. Well, then she downloads Candy Crush or some other app. And from there, she gives permission to access all of her contacts. Now your phone, your phone number and your name are now sold to data brokers. And you can't do anything about that because what do you tell your aunt? <laughs> no, you can't have my phone number or uh, put a different name in there. Or how does that work? Because she's not going to remember your alias and you want her to be able to contact you. And you want, when she calls you, you want her to show up in caller ID. So it, it's very, very difficult. And uh, that is what data brokers do. Uh, they collect every little bit of information, even things we haven't thought of. Um, and then they, they package it up, they sell it to data brokers, and it ends up online. And you don't even need to pay for this information. These sites don't require an, an account. You can go there and collect information for free. And that's dangerous. Yeah, it's extremely dangerous. And that can too be frustrating because sometimes I'll, you know, I'll try to tell my wife like, Please stop signing up for for everything. Um, like, <laughs> stop. Like, we don't need we don't need any more Amazon packages or you know latest on how to raise a child perfectly article or any, any you know all these things, all these clickbait items, and it, it seems to be very easy for someone to to just enter that information in there and and because again they're not thinking of the consequences of doing that. So again, so what you guys do. You go into. Can I just interrupt real quick please, because please. I want to. I want to tell you how you can do that without sacrificing your privacy. Oh yeah, go ahead, please. Yeah, yeah. You can download those things. Uh, number one, uh, I always suggest getting a PO box or getting a UPS drop box uh, and not using your home address on anything. So don't use your. Don't connect your name to your home address on anything. Um, so start using that as an address. Number two. Uh, they will also connect your name and your email address. 
So start using alias email addresses. There are services. I can send you links. They're, they're free. And you can create a unique email address. Use that with whatever name you want. And then you're able to download um, whatever it is that they want you to download. And you'll still get their emails. And even if you reply back, it'll still come from that email address. So there's ways to do it. There's also a temporary email addresses like 10 minute mail, uh, gorilla mail. These, uh, are literally an email address. Good for 10 minutes. You use that download, whatever it is you need, sign up for whatever. Uh, and then you're done oh, wow. now. Don't use those for anything important because you'll never be able to access them again because they're gone. So you don't want to use those for any financial or um, any important emails, just the ones that you'll never need again. Uh, you can also connect an alias name to your house. I don't get Amazon packages in my real name at my house, but I have Prime. So it comes to an alias that I use, and eventually that will be uh, sold and then you'll start seeing that name at my home address instead of my real name connected. So, you know, there's nothing saying that you can't use an alias when you sign up for a newsletter um, or, or even a package. Right. You can also, um, there's a service called privacy.com. They will connect your, your bank account and they will give you a credit card number to use for a purchase. So your real financial institution doesn't even know what you're buying and and the seller doesn't know your real credit card number. Uh, they don't even know your real name. You can buy something in an alias name, have it shipped to your address, right? So then when that is sold, you have an alias at your address now. So there are things to do. And there are ways to help, but the biggest thing is to um, stop using your home address on all of these connections that you have with uh, with all of these different corporations because they will sell your information, uh, and you will keep the the cycle of um, your data being your accurate data being purchased and sold. So you want to use an alias to disrupt that. While you're doing that, I just googled ten minute mail and uh, privacy.com. That's pretty cool. That's uh, that's uh, yeah. Just like you said, don't use it for anything important. But man, what two great resources um that you can use? Uh, it, because I've had I've had friends who have had their identity stolen, uh, close friends, and it it was it was absolute hell for them. Um, and some of them didn't know it until like they'd done some real damage. Uh, obviously, mostly financial damage. Um, that can be that can be a pain in the butt. So a PO box, ten minute mail privacy.com and probably just using common sense too is also probably one of the best options. <laughs> Don't just enter your information into stuff like that. Well, we have a, you know, we just inherently have a trusting relationship with the companies that we do business with, but on the back end, they are collecting and selling our information. Uh, and remember, if you use a PO box, you can use the street address of the post office as uh, an address instead of saying, you know, PO box, you know, one, two, three, you can do, you know, right. four, five, six Maple street number one, two, three, and your mail will get delivered, but it looks like, it looks like a street address, but it's really a PO box. And you can do that for businesses too. Like you can do that for, uh, 
like for like 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 if you're self-employed for home businesses, kind of a lot of cops and first responders, you know, they run their business out of their home. Um, so you can do that for your home business as well. Yes, I recently did a uh, Instagram post on um, and and a Police One article on uh, things you want to consider if you are a law enforcement officer, first responder, and you are opening a side business and or preparing for your retirement and opening up a business. Uh, things to consider before you open that business, um, things like, you know, your website, a, a domain, you don't want that to come back. You want to use a privacy. You don't want that to come back to your home address because it is public. Uh, if you're going to uh, create an LLC, you'll want to use a registered agent because then that is the address that will be used and made public on the state's Secretary of State uh, website uh, for when you open a business. So just things to think about in advance of doing those that will help you a lot on on the privacy side. And these are mistakes I've made. So th- this is not, <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of times when I started my LLC, I was not I did it because I was I was consulting on the computer forensic side, so uh, I I was not thinking like that. I since transitioned my LLC to OfficerPrivacy.com and the work that they do, and um, so I've trust me when I say I've made these mistakes myself, so I know uh, how to do it right. Yeah, that's a uh, that's super important. Um, you know, again, it's it's those things you don't think about until, until you think about it, right. Until either it happens to you or happens to someone else real quick. I have a, I have a kind of a hypothetical for you, Pete. So is it impossible to wipe yourself completely off the web? Like, is it, is it, I mean, you can do your best to, to like eliminate, you know, the, the top 40 maybe search sites, but like, is it, is it, is it impossible now to basically kind of vanish online? You know, I would say in general, um, it is extremely difficult to be completely invisible. You have to like do a total life reset and start from scratch. And it takes a lot of work. Our goal at officerprivacy.com is, is to make you more difficult to find. Um, it's, it's like, you know, what is it? If a bear is chasing three people in the, in the woods uh, you don't need to be the fastest, but you don't want to be the slowest. Yeah. If there's an incident and an anti-government group goes after the four officers who are, um, and wants to find information on the four officers that were at, um, uh, at this incident, uh, you don't want to be the easiest one to find. You don't want to be the one where your information is right there on page one of Google search results. You want to be more difficult to find and your information may be out there on page seven of Google search result or on a, on a very, very small site. But um, along with that might be some bad information, which may put you at a different address that you're not, that you're not really at. So I will say in general, uh, our goal is to make you more difficult to find. It is extremely difficult to be invisible. And most of our clients are not, that's not their situation. They own a home, they have a career, they do not want to live or can't live in a motorhome in Walmart parking lots and travel the country. That's not their, um, that's not who they are. They have careers, they have professions, and they're not set up to do that. Uh, they have kids in school, 
and they have a wife that either stays at home or has a job, um, we don't want you to be on the first few pages of Google search results. Uh, and that's the goal. This, and this isn't just for police officers, right? This can be for any, any first responder, medical professional, banker, car salesman. This could be for anybody, correct? Absolutely. Uh, half of our clients are law enforcement uh, and their families. Uh, the other half are judges, attorneys, prosecutors, celebrities, influencers, realtors, uh, people that just don't want to be, just don't want their private information public. They don't want uh, all of that information out there uh, like it is right now. Pete, are you Jason Bourne? Like, could you disappear and and you you could basically, I, I think you're Jason Bourne, just from, just from talking to you so long. I feel like you can just be like, hit a button, everything's gone, Pete doesn't exist. Is Pete even your real name? <laughs> That's one of the things I suggest for people, for officers, for officers uh, signing up or creating a new business is that they they use an alias name. It's not to be, you know, deceitful or anything, but, but yeah. if you can, don't connect your real name, um, to your business. Uh, yes, Pete is my real name. <laughs> uh, I find that I'm in a position and our business is in a position of, uh, needing the trust of our clients. They need to know who they're dealing with on the other end. And so along with that, uh, when we first started, I didn't have my picture on on the website. Right. Um, uh, it is now. I actually remember that. Yeah, it is now. And it's, you know, people are like, how do we know who you are? How do we know you're a real person? How do we know you're not some shell company for, you know, some nation state? Antifa. Over- <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. They, could, they could do this. So I found that I need to get out there and say, um, this is who I am. And if you go to my website, you'll see, and go to the about us. Uh, I, I go to many trade shows and I, uh, and so I am, I'm a real person. I've been on other real podcasts person. and, yes. and you can go to my LinkedIn and you can see that I've, um, that I've done what I've said I've done in, in my career. And it can be very difficult too. And you and I kind of talked about this before the podcast, but, um, you know, trying to maintain a level of privacy, but also trying to be an entrepreneur and start a business. Cause usually when you start a business, you have to have some type of marketing, um, uh, approach. Right. And in order to do that, like, I never showed my face on police posts for a very, very long time. Um, one, I, when I was an active police officer at the time and I didn't, I didn't want my, you know, obviously my information out there. I didn't want my, I didn't, I didn't want any shit from my agency, whatever the case may be there. Um, but now like I, I will do that. My face on the website, my, my bios on the website, whatever the case may be, along with my team's bio and their background and their pictures. But yeah, I mean, at the same time, you can still be smart about it, right? Like, you know, you don't, I don't post, you know, pictures. I talk about having kids. I don't, I don't post pictures of my kids or my wife or anything like that. That's, that's, you know, a lot of, a lot of creeps out there. Um, you know, so, but no, I, I think what you do, Pete is very necessary. And I think too, and you and I just talked about this, about agencies, um, supplying this service or at least offering the service to their, to their officers as a, as an officer safety precaution, right? Just like you said, they give you a, a vest, they give you a gun, they give you whatever training they give you. And, and they expect you to be, uh, go out there and arrest violent criminals and then expect no repercussions from that, 
Um, but just like you said, it takes nothing but a Google search to find out your address where you live and where you, you know, rest your head at night. So, um, it's not a, it's not a scare tactic. It's just the reality of, of the world that we live in. It is, it's a reality and you can, you can see for yourself, you know, I've, I've said earlier, uh, in the podcast, put your first and last name in quotes, the city you live in and the word address, um, and, and press enter and, and you'll see that you'll, you'll show up on dozens of these sites it's going to show your date of birth it's going to show your address it's going to show the names of your relatives and um, your phone number and you know from there make a decision whether you're okay with that or whether you want to fix it and if you want to fix it we can help i don't know if i've mentioned yet that we have two uh, ways that we can help one is that we can do the work for you our team of uh, current and former U.S.-based law enforcement officers will go through and remove your information. And then we will monitor uh, when you show up again, because your information will be relisted, uh, we remove you again. Or you can use the software that we created so that we can do the work. Uh, you can use that software, and that is available for free for 14 days. So you can use that software, go through the sites. Uh, we've made it super easy. Uh, step-by-step instructions, um, easy to use. I have written instructions, video instructions, um, and it takes about two hours spread out over two weeks. So um, at the end of two weeks, uh, you won't have paid a dime. You don't have to continue. You can cancel if you like, uh, but you'll be removed from more than 50 sites that are now showing your home address, and that's free. And I want every single law enforcement officer in the in the country to get off of those sites. There's no good reason for any officer in the US to be on any of those sites. So that's why I make that software free. That's why I give you access, free access for two weeks, because it's plenty of time to take yourself off. And if you're using that software, you can add your family living with you at no additional cost. So you can take yourself off, your spouse off. Oh, awesome. And um, if you want to continue, uh, great. It's a few dollars a month. Uh, and I would suggest continuing because in the software that we have, uh, it's super easy to use and keep track of your progress. So no more sticky notes with, uh, okay, wait, I'm on been verified. Okay. I'm on instant checkmate. Okay. I'm not on, you know, Spokio. Okay. We have a way to keep track of all of it for you. It's all integrated in the software. And, um, uh, so if you do use the software or quick removal software, I'd suggest going in every couple of months uh, to check the sites, to make certain that you're not relisted. And if you are to remove yourself again. Yeah. And you also do offer, um, a few free downloads. People can go and they can, and they can, uh, look at that information as well. So, um, and again, we'll have, uh, Pete's link to his website and the show notes, uh, below. So you can feel free to go to his website and, and kind of look around. Um, and again, learn more about what officer privacy does and there's what a, what a great niche and a necessary niche that you have developed Pete. Um, as a police officer becoming an entrepreneur, um, I applaud that, uh, hundred percent. I have, uh, utmost respect for people who, who do do stuff for the profession after their, uh, years of service. So I thank you for, for that and actually recognizing an issue. 
that that is very very much a threat to law enforcement today. But um, Pete, where can people find you? Yeah, so we're uh, you know the website officerprivacy.com. Uh, I'm also on Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn. I can send you those links as well, or you can go to the website. And- sure, yeah, let me in the show notes. Uh, we're most active on on Instagram, a little less on Facebook, and not much on LinkedIn. And uh, so those are the main ones. Any last yeah. words of advice for any law enforcement officers out there? It doesn't have to necessarily be privacy related. It could just be any any, any words of wisdom from someone with with um, you know over two decades of experience in this profession. Well, first, thank you, thank you for protecting us. We need you. Uh, don't let the haters get in your head. Uh, there's an agenda out there and it has nothing to do with us personally. Uh, law enforcement is an honorable profession. You should be proud of the profession that you've chosen and just know the good people of the world really, really appreciate you and just know that we need you. Absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent, man. That is uh, you nailed it. But Guys, check out Pete, check out Officer Privacy, learn about his company, learn what he's doing. Um, and again, the links to his uh, his handles, Instagram, and his website will be down below. Feel free to check those out. And in the meantime, stay safe. Pete, thanks for coming on, my dude. Appreciate you. Thank you, Adam. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to follow Pete, his links will be in the show notes below. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. New episodes launch on Monday, every other week.